1010 message. It is currently 10, 10, 10, 10 a.m. in Michigan. <laughs> Hi, I'm Alicia Rushing, and this is the Planet Vaster Show. So I asked my inner child, I'm like, inner child, how do you want to talk your shit? She said, I don't want to talk my shit. I want to speak my truth. And my eyebrow did a thing. And um, I know exactly what the fuck my eyebrow did. I was I was impressed, but it was intimidating. And then I'm like, whoa, like what first came to mind was like love is intimidating. But then damn, it's something specific that came to mind. But basically being yourself is intimidating because like, yeah, I don't necessarily want to call it talking my shit. That's not what I'm promoting. I'm promoting truth. But since it feels so repressed, it's coming from a sense of um, self-righteous. This is what I speak on because, you know, it's kind of like I hustled for this mindset. And fuck the hustle. (laughs) I just wanted it to feel a little bit easier. So, again, big emphasis on this platform is allowing people to come as they are. Originally, this was called the Planet Vaster Show No Exclusions, but I felt contradicted about the fact that I didn't really have men talking with me or anything like that. And then even at that, like, I just don't have a lot of um, guest stars like I thought I was originally. But now that I'm coming into myself, like, um, I have some stuff in the works, I guess you could say. People are interested. People are interested because I'm interested in what I have to say. I actually listen to what I say now and stuff like that. Um, And as soon as I say, like, I have a podcast, nobody is looking at me funny. They're like, oh, I like talking. I'm like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's the energy I've been looking for the whole time. But per, I get why it came now for a reason. But let's go back to the subject at hand. Being the shit can be intimidating. Because it took me back to when um I was having that one episode regarding me having conversations with people that I wasn't compatible with to, with, to say the least. And I'm just like, yeah, okay. This is why I don't allow myself to be around any and everybody. And I'm so glad that um that light was shed on me, like who I am, how I communicate, who I've always been in a way versus who the parts of me that I picked up around the way to uh, fit in. And that isn't at all in a, I don't see wanting to fit in as a bad thing anymore. Before I used to be, I'm loud. Before I used to be a lot more um self-conscious about fitting like wanting to fit in or fitting in or anything like that because I felt so out you know once you feel so ostracized it's hard to feel like you fit into anywhere unless it's with other people who um feel that same way but now now it's just different to be honest because once you hit a point where you um it's really about acceptance once you accept yourself enough You attract people that are okay with being themselves. You attract authentic people. You attract truth. Like, uh, I've been having phone calls with these people, right? (laughs) I feel like I've told y'all this about three, four times because I keep on bringing it up and then rebuking it and whatever it is what it is. 
I'd be having phone calls with random people. Um, actually, the same way that I'm doing that, I should have one of them podcasts with me. But that would be a little... <laughs> that would be a teens wild. Uh, hmm. I like them. I like the people that I talk to because even if we aren't necessarily... It's a lot easier to know who's for me, even if they aren't necessarily, I can't even say my cup of tea because I just allow people to be like, I'm creating a safe space with strangers on like multiple platforms and just doing that and doing that. And it's attracting better and better. Most of them aren't really the first person who I'll talk to because I started this about three or four weeks ago now and the first person that I talked <laughs> the conversation was supposed to go one way and it went the total other way but I, we were both grateful for it and basically talking about like on the same way wavelength in some ways and definitely not in others and that is fine but he was like, wow, like I just came out of hermit mode two days ago. And we both resonated to just like the cycle of spiritual work, isolation, and a few other things. Because you know how it is. Like showing up can be, showing up in the real world can be hard for me, I guess. Not necessarily in the real world. Like I'm, I'm extremely adaptable. It just takes a lot more energy than um, being at my house, (laughs) to be quite honest. I don't know. I think it was like one event. I can't even recall what happened, but I remember the curve and when I'm like, yeah, I remember like the the summer curve of like outside, outside, because I worked outside and everything. It's a homebody and it happened very dramatically. And I'm trying to get back, trying to get back into the habit of like real outside experience because that's unbeatable. I can talk to people all day. I can talk to the podcast all day, but I do like being somewhat of a people person. So that's a need of mine that I want met. But yeah, I had to share that 1010 message with y'all because I'm like, ooh, she's hot, (laughs) hot. And it's just like, I prefer me anyway. Every time I hear me, every time I catch my own attention, I'll be like, I like her. I like her. I root for her. I respect her. I want her. And that energy is fucking dramatic. Because (laughs) if I could get me, I don't know, actually. I would say that I would, but one part of me that I am insecure about a little bit not insecure but I leave people I do and it's I mean it's something that I shouldn't feel guilty about because it always has reasons but like if I'm talking to a guy and he start talking a little long term (laughs) I can respond Sometimes, but sometimes I just don't. (laughs) And it's not funny because I find it funny. It's funny because it's funny. 
it's funny to see me in that pickle because it's not much that can like get me out my boots <laughs> more than somebody saying something a little like okay so <clears throat> a part of these phone calls okay no we don't have to talk about that we don't have to talk about bruno right now let's shift you know when a man wants to possess you i don't know if this is like a normal way to put it but it just is what it is like when a kind of toxic dominant not toxic i don't think men that try to possess you are toxic because i see the fucking game so and and i know it has reasons <laughs> so i kind of play along but when i know that i won't necessarily talk to somebody for a long time and they go into that long time like dialogue i'm like oh <laughs> my in- my internals go like everything just stop for a second or like I'll giggle like crazy and he be like what is funny I'm like oh nothing <laughs> nothing at all <laughs> and I'm already plotting my escape just kidding I don't really want to escape for the first time ever there's not much let me I don't want to sit down either. I'm sorry if y'all hear me pacing. <sighs> yeah, let's take a deep breath. That was cool. That was nice. <laughs> now I'm sitting back down. I feel like I don't even feel like a real person sometimes, y'all. I feel like um, Hello Kitty or something. Like <laughs> it feels like I can't explain it, but it's in a good way. I'm just not as stressed as I could be but when my stress level is a little high man 10 20 on the clock <clears throat> let me get my knees knit hold on y'all 10 10 so Sorry if that was loud. I was picking um, the headset up and kind of screamed at y'all. I'm going to put a little um, loud warning on it. Nothing pisses me off more than, oh my God. I didn't mean to say, oh my God. Sorry, God. You don't deserve to be in that sentence at all, actually. Um, it wasn't about you. You don't piss me off or stress me out or any of what I'm about to say. Tudor fucking Dixon. God. Oops. <laughs> I spilled some beads. Let me say exclamation point or some shit. I don't know. Let me stop putting God's name into everything. A lot of people don't know this. <laughs> Let me not make that joke either. I don't know. I may be a little Christian. Who knows? I'm a step away. And I wanted to post a joke that wasn't really a joke the other day on Instagram. My Instagram got hacked, y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Link in bio still. I'm still Pixie Flux. Even if niggas are on my account asking for money and like to log in. But if you, I will post this today actually just in case and hopes. Because somehow my views are going up. Shout out to y'all for that. I mean my listens. My listens are going up without me having to promote or do anything. So I will promote today. I will post this today. 
and telepathically shoot people a message like, hey, that isn't me. But they know it isn't me because people was texting me on any platform they knew of like, hey, like, yeah, Instagram got hacked, didn't it? I'm like, yep, sure did. Sure did. <clears throat> it was a tad bit drunk and a little too trusting. But it wasn't, I'm trying not to have that energy about the situation because it wasn't necessarily, it, it was It was just fucked up on many ends, but it wasn't with any malicious intent. It was what it was. And I thought the scammer was somebody else. And I don't want to mention who that somebody else was because that's when it gets sketchy and it's just like, no, trust me, like. I just got scammed. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't a big deal. But nobody really gives a fuck. So I emailed the scammer, figuring that I was getting scammed because of the quickness of like my emails don't pop up. I don't know if that's everybody. Yeah, I don't think anybody's mail pops up and I don't have the Gmail app. I'm strictly on the mail. 1313. 13. I'm strictly on like the mail app. So if I'm looking for an email, I have to go to mail immediately. Luckily, I was already in that boy, like quickly. Cause I'm like, huh, how was I logged out of my, like I moved quick as the scammer. We were battling for my account actually. I had to remember that. Like it took me two hours of battling and dueling. <laughs> <laughs> and we even emailed back and forth um, and I sent a DM and I'm like, um, like, what the fuck? Give me my account back. Like, what? And it was like, oh, sorry, I was trying to give it back to you. And the red flag was that these people and it said that um, somebody from Nigeria logged in and then immediately logged me out. I'm like, fuck, I just got hacked. So hours fighting for this account, right? And I'm getting drunk and sad, like, not getting drunk and sad. I was tipsy. So I'm tipsy and sad. And then I'm like, it was one of them nights where I should have just been like, let me go to sleep. Because it would have been the perfect time. But instead, I talked to somebody. And that was cool. Actually, actually, that was a, that was an eventful night. And that was two nights ago. <laughs> In my head, it happened last week, but realistically, it was two nights ago, and my mom fell through the basement step like the worst one. It was a fucked up night. <laughs> Light started flickering, had to sage a little. Shit, trusting that a person that I just let in that I talked to that night, which is cool, but whatever. I don't know. It's like I can kind of... My guard is down, and I don't really know how it happened or why, but I'm grateful. So it's just like, I don't mind being fucked over about once, but I know how to get the fuck on. So I'm not really that protective over me and my energy as I should be, probably. But it's also... It's training that can be draining if I don't implement self-care in my own best interest. That's what I'm really learning in this new chapter, how to have my best interest at heart, how to be responsible, how to cater to me. It's not even like, it's not grunt work. It's just it, when you know better, do better. So I'm trying to do better. 
I know the Instagram got hacked for a reason and the time was on 1555 and I just noticed the 555. Yeah. I don't know. And in a weird way, funnily enough, oddly enough, some of the people who messaged me, I could tell they weren't shit. <laughs> like some of the people who was like, hey, did your Instagram get hacked? It was some whose energy that I just felt and I was just like, yeah. We are not on the same wavelength. And that's what that's not what made them uh quote unquote not shit. It's just that um I could tell. That's another thing I um wanna work on doing. Hold on. I have to take one of those breaks. I don't like the feeling of having to explain myself, especially when it comes to, like, a spiritual affair or me being psychic. Like, that's, that was triggering as fuck. Like, I remember when I first started saying, that was triggering as fuck. I didn't even tell y'all yet. (laughs) It was a situation where it was this girl that I've been familiar with for a long time, never knew her, but definitely she was a part of the plot and it's so funny because I have not thought about this time or this girl in a very long time I love when my truths come to speak you know when my subconscious and experiences come to speak and I get a little embarrassed internally like why the fuck am I holding on to that and then another piece of me is just like just speak it out shamelessly get it over with not get it over with it's kind of fun um yeah so we were talking and for the first time, I was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm psychic. And she was like, read my mind. Now, immediately, if you're psychic, that you know, that's already a bitch that you can't talk to. It's already somebody that you can't talk to. No, that's not how it works. Like, and it's a fucking mockery. It means that you don't believe in it. And that's cool. But I don't believe in mocking other people's shit. And I feel like people don't see when that's the case. And yeah, y'all, it can appear harmless. But no, fuck off. I'm my mom's daughter. I, I, I see the disrespect. But I'm also my mom's daughter. So I'm not holding on to the shit. Because I've seen what that can do. <laughs> <laughs> that's like my spiritual journey in a nutshell. Feeling like too anxious, just too, too. Everything was too much and mostly in the negative. And when it came to my perception of myself, I'm like, oh, fuck that. I know it's better feeling waves. It's no reason to be this stiff and rigid. And it was all like pain and shit. So evolve out of that and then be like, okay, yeah. And I don't want to hold on to this shit. And I didn't know that it was a way for people not to. But now that I know it, I'm sticking to it. And honestly, I want a new practice because journaling all my life, as cool as cool as it, I should have a workshop or something like inner child journaling workshop. Nobody steal the idea. You can though. You can. Like I have nothing. I have nothing to hold. But then again, I don't know one person right now who would be as passionate about that as I would. So nobody steal the fucking idea. We can work together. <laughs> we can work together, guys. I promise.
I like working with other people when I don't feel too in the, in, in Alicia. I just snorted a booger. <laughs> when I don't feel too intimidated to show up as myself, life is a pretty good time with other people, with the right type of people. There really is no wrong person. It's just that everybody does not suit my taste. And that's fine. Like the bitch who said, read my mind. And another thing about this conversation, I smell all the red flags. So I'm glad that I declared that I was psychic that day because I did. I was smelling that shit up. But my psychic ability is more like knowing. I don't know. I do this thing where if somebody, like my little cousin describes her crushes to me. Pronouns he. So my little cousin describes his crushes to me. And I was just like, wait, let me guess. I'm like, is their hair like this? And do their shoulders do this and that? And he'd be like, yeah, like how, what? And then I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just felt it. I seen something like I can kind of get an image like clear seeing is one and like clear knowing knowing a little bit of understand like I've been here I've done this shit before and I feel bad that I've ever felt questioned about it before or people tried to make me feel outside of my skin for being a little crazy and then you recognize that oh it's not really crazy it's aligned and um lately I've been passionate behind the scenes in my mind's eye to be in my Something that's coming up in my system is how fucked up the school system actually was. Because they put 30 kids in a classroom. Like, um, I think it's me helping raising my little cousin. Like, I brought it up before. She's been over my house. I might have mentioned that in an episode that I deleted, though. But it's fine. My little cousin has been coming over. People on Instagram seen it for sure. Instagram stories, by the way. Whenever I'm regarding saying something about Instagram, the stories is where you catch not in the posts. The posts are cute, but the real shit is in the stories. My preference, at least. Because once I see my own posts five times, you know, I don't know. I go through my feed and I'm like, ah. But going through my story is some shit that I don't do much for my own mental health. I'll be like, yeah, mm. I don't think it's any of my business. What I said an hour ago, I'm just going to leave it up for the world to see. And it works out. That logic fits me. Either way, my little cousin has been coming over, right? And I've been babysitting her. And mm, it's something that came up that I want to work through out loud, but... I don't want to air nobody out. Air. It's not about airing out. That's not the intention, but how can I? You know when somebody is the voice of a belief system that you know that you have. Like, say something that somebody does. Okay, back to the uh, psychic thing. And the other red flag that I've seen. Like, the read my mind, girl. The other red flag is that the first part of this conversation or a big part of this conversation was her being like, yeah, and, um, like, I know, 
you like I, she was like i'm gonna give you my number and we can hang out sometimes like i know you be needing people to hang out with and i'm gonna pause for dramatic effect i know you need people to hang out with and yeah i do too and like we could go to the gym and we could do this like it it wasn't that simple y'all but it was just like and who the fuck told you that i needed somebody what do you mean i know you need and it was like that y'all it was she was just like disrespectful as fuck for real because she had known me since um middle school but she didn't know me a lot of people in middle school, they knew me, but they definitely did not know me. And I didn't know me either, so that's fair. But girl, if you don't get the fuck out of my face. Like, she didn't know how to talk to me. She wasn't respectful. She, she like, she didn't care about me personally and my own identity. She just knew that she needed a friend. So projectionist and projection that, fuck it. But I was just like, oh yeah, no, no. I brought up my, okay, and psychic abilities and what this shit goes into. But yeah, those type of people who make you question yourself just just for the fuck of it, never thinking about how they make you feel. Maybe that's a slight red flag of mine. Like, I care too fucking much. I really do. And I feel like that's why I don't talk to people as much because if I know I'm not right? If I know, if I know I'm not giving a fuck, then I'm not about to force myself around people who need support. Simple as that. If you need my support and I don't know that I can give it to you all the time, A, I'm not supposed to. B, I just don't like feeling obligated. So that's why I really don't fuck with people. But I love people. And in that same sense, I still get that yearning like, damn, I wish people were around me more. It's just that the previous experiences have been so draining and fucked that I don't, <laughs> that statement, as soon as it comes, it kind of goes. And then I have one interaction, like I have some really good times with people when I do hang out, but it's specifically with like my female cousins. And that's cool. But I don't know. I guess I can't expect my life to be changed off one interaction. <laughs> But I tell you what, when I was working in that fucking garden, I was having the time of my life. I miss it. And I want to work outside again just because of it. But obviously, like, I wouldn't mind working outside in Tennessee or some shit. I just remember Tennessee can be very hot. I just associate Tennessee with heat anyway. And the way I mastered that shit this summer, I don't think I care. But my skin was being very burnt. Sunburn is real. Um, fellow black people do not be trapped into that whole we don't need sunscreen shit because lies. I don't know. Not to be a conspiracy theorist, but the sun tried to kill a bitch. <laughs> you know, like I'm, I'm just less trusting over. OK, yeah. And I made that joke. I said I was about to make a joke about Christianity. Whoa, I'm doing so good. This podcast. Good job, Alicia. We are finishing what we start per 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 anyway so christians the joke that i was gonna make it was regarding something that everybody like you know when you're used to somebody's like wherever you come from the general statement and attitude towards a specific 
Thing. It, I want to say group of people as an example, but thing. You tend to pick that up. Like you can have no experience with whatever you consider yourself to be uh, disliking. But go back to the first statement. You don't have it having a your actual experience yet. Like I can't base shit off what somebody else is telling me all the time unless it's a trusted person because I don't have the same taste. We don't have the same journey. We don't have the same palette for shit in general. And it's okay. That's what makes us individuals. But it was something in, in specific that wasn't, it was either good and why is music coming to mind? I don't know. But whatever it was actively made me be like, shit, the way that people dogged this out and how much I liked it, let's let's see about Christianity. <laughs> let's see. <laughs> let's just see for myself what the fuck shit is like because listening to other people just know. Um, I don't know what churches I went to when I was younger. I went to so many different churches because I've always been into God and never into religion. Like, I I don't even like saying never in a religion because what even is that anyway? To me, religion feels like a book club with rules and I'm not interested in that. Like, I'd rather do it a little bit different, but I'm not not interested in, I'm not uninterested in church either. Like, go there, cry, get the Holy Spirit, we go home. (laughs) We feel good for a few hours. And that's the kind of sucky thing about church. But that's like, I don't know, kind of like the Simpsons, to be honest. (laughs) It's, It's a bit comical. Okay, I'm making waste beads right now, y'all. And I decided that instead of being here for 20 minutes, that's a lot. I need to stop forcing myself to do so much. Like when I used to podcast and play Apex and then wonder why, like, okay, yeah, I want to get back into that. And y'all may or may not hear me spit because I don't feel like stopping and like putting them down. Hold on. Let me be respectful. I'm sorry. coming to terms with the fact that respiratory cleanse and all of that shit I'm getting I'm getting into it 30 30 on the time yeah I would like a cleanse a social media cleanse a phone cleanse a music cleanse like all of that shit and I think I did it a few years ago but let's go back to not religion maybe religion the sentence what did i say what nope i don't have to force it it's gonna come so when i was playing apex see it literally came ah ha ha i always get mine off the top i always do damn kind of lost it again lost in celebration and it came back I was forcing myself to play Apex and do all of this shit. Okay, I know where I'm going. Thank you, God. (laughs) And then being like, oh, like my attention span. I'm sorry that this is so choppy and all of this shit because I'm not really paying attention to anything. Like, 
I'm on 30 different things. Or when I'm looking at the window, which I'm facing the window right now, but the birds was there to celebrate me. Like, I get it. It's, it's okay for me to do what I do, but I used to feel so ugh about it. And actually, a friend of mine triggered, like, made a statement that was like, if you heard that TikTok audio lately where it's like, oh, no, I'm insecure about that. Like, that. It was that type of trigger. And then I'm just like, I don't think I can fuck with them no more. Like, I tried to, but, you know, once it gets to a point where everything seems to pile up, I'm not a fan of accumulating uh cons or like problems with people internally so then it builds up for me to either look at it shadow work it or just cut do the whole cutoff thing and most of those situations just needed the cutoff thing and I felt it for a while I smelled it for a while but you know I'm good at focusing on other shit instead of but it's nothing wrong with it it's nothing wrong with um second guessing because you learn not to do that shit so much don't you like lessons are like the epitome of the hot stove thing not to torment you like uh when you tell a kid not to touch a hot stove and they touch it and then they experience it's hot now this wasn't a hot stove but listening to yourself in general is very important Because if you don't know how to listen to yourself, then you don't know how to listen to God. And most people are in such a fucking loop of, uh, like, feeling tormented by life and cycles because they don't know what to look at. They don't know how to listen to themselves. And those are the same people that kind of will teach you. I've been looking at stuff a little different. But... Yeah. I touched the hot stove enough to know what what to look for when something smells fishy and but to be safe in the same sitting to still come as myself to never you know like I don't have a knife behind my back trying to see who's trying to stab me first and whatever the fuck and trying to cut people off it just is what it is and it's gonna be what it's gonna be Like, I I can't force anything. And the only person that I can control is me and my mindset. So if I stay open and loving, like, that's what I got going for me. And being truthful. Because not telling the truth hasn't benefited me in the past. It's weird, too. Because parental shifts, me coming from a specifically more, a little bit more abusive parent, the stuff that I would be scared of, like my fear of breaking things. Like I remember we had came back from um, Dally in the Alley and my mom. Damn it. I'm finding myself at crossroads with two different subjects that I know I wanted to bring up. Let's go back to. Okay, so my mom, I dropped my mom's pizza. We had just got. No, I didn't drop it. It fell or something. Whatever happened, happened. It was on the floor. So I picked it up and put it on the table. And then I'm like, shit. Like, she, somebody had literally gave her money. And although I didn't want my mom to eat the pizza that fell on the floor. And I've never found myself, like, I don't want people to think, like, damn, she just gonna let her mom eat something that's, no, like, no. I've never, this has never been something that I had to deal with. (laughs) Like, Usually, I would throw it away, but usually I wouldn't witness her shit. You know, if it's mine, like, whatever. But 
not whatever as in I'm eating it off the floor, by the way. Y'all get me. The real ones to get it. And so I picked it up and put it on the table. And she was dealing with the dog or something. Like, she didn't see it. Or maybe he knocked it over or some shit. He tapped my hand. It doesn't matter because nobody is to blame and nobody is at fault. And it wasn't my shit and I really didn't care. The pizza wasn't that good. It was cheese bread or something. Like, it wasn't It wasn't good. <laughs> it's easy for me to say that because it wasn't mine. But she literally let everybody have some and the dog probably would have got it anyway. Oh, he did get it, actually. Yes, my dog eats human food. Sometimes I peel the bad shit off for them, like the cheese, but I'm pretty sure the sauce and the bread is not even something that we should be eating, so it's it's kind of fucked up, but bear with me. <clears throat> so it took me a minute, and I'm just like, Mom, the bread fell on the floor or whatever, and she was like, oh, well, it's going to Crete then. She was like, thanks for telling me. And I'm like, you're welcome. And I felt really complimented by the thanks for telling me because it's like, yeah, I was was scared. (laughs) Internally, I was a bit scared. Uh, So thanks. Thanks, mom. You know, one thing about life, take it when you can get it, bro. Like me and um, Kobe were talking about that like last year. We were hanging out and she was talking about toxic parenting. And basically, what is that word called? Getting your accolades. Like we, for a minute, we came to an understanding like this is reparations. You want to act the ass? Like, yeah, I'll accept your help. And I heard somebody else say something like this. Like, I'm open to accepting the blessing. Period. Like, I don't even know what else to say. I don't know what to add. But I I used to have this, like, reserved, but it's from this war that I used to have with myself when I was a kid, you know, like, getting into a conflict with my mom and she make dinner and I'm like, no, I'm not hungry. Like, I know I'm finna eat. Like, (laughs) I know I'm about to eat. So, yeah, I'm not about to be petty in your face. And it's really a power move. Like, I don't want to be petty, reserved, or passive aggressive. Fuck it. Fuck you and what we just went through. Thanks for this. Like... I don't mind her doing stuff for me after a conflict because usually she started. But being, keeping that anger, no thanks. No way, Jose. Like, no. Immediately, no. I calmed down a lot just now and it felt really good. (laughs) Y'all just nearly caught me saying, did he text me? Out loud. Two different people. Um... In the same genre of my life, have two two totally different effects. One like calms me down, and the other one was just kind of like brought me disruption and chaos. And wow, that's freaking funny, actually. I had a dream where that was literally happening. Like it was two guys in my dream, and I didn't forget what I had to say. It was two guys in my dream. And what I have to say uh, pertains, ooh, I hope I'm using that word because I really am a wordsmith, pertains, I'm going to trust, it pertains to my um little cousin being over here. No, I got to Google it because I'm pretty sure, but when I catch my vocabulary enhancing without me be appropriate related, ah! 
sorry. No, I'm not. Um, y'all gotta hear my happiness. <laughs> I'm just not realizing how expressive I am. Like, I was on the phone with somebody last night, and I'm like, fuck. I have music in the background, and they're too, like, I just didn't want to sing on the phone with them. <laughs> but I'm like, damn, all of these songs hit. <laughs> and, like, 20 songs play, and I'm just trying not to sing. I'm like, ooh, yeah, I'm listening to what you're saying. <laughs> and you don't seem to understand. Like, yes. <laughs> I will literally hang up to have a dance break to some music and be like, hold on, not hang up. Like, I'm going to tell you, like, oh. I need to do this, but it's also toxic. Not toxic. It's, I don't know. I don't know. It's a coping mechanism that I kind of abuse because even in high school, like I needed a theme song for everything I did. Me walking to the bathroom before, like, not even before. You might catch me doing the shit now, but not as much. But I used to need theme songs to do simple shit. No shame in my game. Back to whatever I was saying. I had a dream. And it was two guys. It was a dream. And I was helping my mom with something. And it's funny. Because the 3D and dreams resonate if you know what to look for. So in a dream, my mom had bit off more than she could chew. And had a party or something. A party at this mansion that mini mansion that reminded me of the one that my grandma stayed in even though like a lot of my dreams are usually party settings or like groups it'd be like 50 plus people in there and uh, one youtuber out there is like gang stalked (laughs) you're being gang stalked like yeah sure I'm pretty sure that was happening a while ago. I don't know. When I used to be more anxious, I really did feel gang stalked. And in the beginning of my spiritual journey, actually, I remember a friend would be like, like, you always kind of like I had this split duality towards it being a fucking pain and it being like a holy grail. And they were like, well, what's the pain about, basically? And I was like, well, I see shit. Like I was literally seeing eyes on me and I I can't explain it but it would just be like eyes floating in auras like I still see auras now and just like um the possession it was just a big it was a man (laughs) the Seattle possession um it, it was a man dressed in military apparel that just spawned like he was just there and I can clearly make out what it is, but it's, I guess, not from our dimension. Like, I don't know what that is or what that's about. I don't hear people talk about it much, but then I stumble across a YouTuber who is talking like we seeing the same shit, you know? Like, sometimes spirituality, in the beginning, spirituality felt like I was just alone, alone and crazy. So it made me feel like I was... uh. Tom Hanks in that one movie with Wilson, like Creed was Wilson, but I never seen that movie. So some weird shit happened with Tom Hanks and Wilson. (laughs) That's not me and Creed. (laughs) He's just a cosmic dog. So yeah, not feeling understood and then getting a smorgasbord like I can think of about five people right now who 
would match my level of experiences and spirituality because I wanted to say match my level of crazy but I really do have to not do that because that's kind of abusive you know like I did I can't help it like it's nothing crazy about not seeing other things that other people don't see I'm sorry that you ain't seeing it but you don't want to shit you be scared shitless <laughs> mm-hmm it take a level of openness to experience like um I had friends who no offense Christina I just remember you are a part of the friends in question who couldn't work a pendulum and it, it just takes a certain level of openness and if you don't have it then you don't have it it's not that you can't achieve it but shit God, God did not give us all the same shit I don't know what it is about pendulums. I don't know if it's something that you... I, I really do feel like it's openness, though. It's no special technique. You just got to be open to it. And everybody isn't open to it. And I have... Mm, I want to say regrets. I feel like I was at fault, but I couldn't help it. Like, I felt at fault for feeling... Um, bad about what other people had to say about me and the reality that I was in and the shit that I was going through but also I can step into a role of being a support system for that version of myself then and say hey like that shit was hard seeing eyeballs was hard being spiritually attacked was hard being attacked emotionally was hard all of that shit was hard but that shit never said anything about my identity, where I'm going, what I'm doing, and how valid it was. Like, nobody can take away the uh, validness. Nobody can take that away just because they don't agree with it or because they try to make a mockery out of it. Not even try to make a mockery out of it. Like, I want to use less um, aggressive language to really get to uh the truth of the matter like hey you made me feel bad and that was a dick move but I don't try to give people the power to get me um to talking about them like they're the devil I don't like that whole the devil is out to get you or somebody tried to fuck up my life because it just is what it is but did they did did I die though? Like that's literally it. Did I die though? So as long as I'm up, I never gotta make it seem like they wanted me to be down. But maybe that's ego, and I'm trying to look strong because it is not trying to look strong. I am strong, but it just was what it was. People can be dicks. Period. That's exactly how I wanna say it. <laughs> the chillness is rehearsed, guys. I go through many epiphanies in a day. <laughs> And I'm a little bitch who don't go through no epiphanies at all. Try me. That's weird. Try Jesus. Not me. But yeah, very big on self-respect. And to be honest, I just don't like having my feathers ruffled. Because what the fuck? (laughs) What the fuck, Richard? But now I'm noticing it just, it's no, it's nothing to notice. Like somebody trying to do that shit doesn't speak on you. Like people doing what they do doesn't really have anything to do with me at all. So yeah, that's a brilliant realization right there. (laughs) That's a real black king right there. Um, But what I was going to say 
it's me watching my little cousin and having this debate. Feel, watching her kind of feels like we are archangels, but we are not on the same page, aka me and my mom, because this baby is also cosmic. She's three, but she's cosmic as fucking wise and like one of the oldest souls that I know. And she has her opinion. She's dominating. She she she's gonna get her needs met. <laughs> and if it's ever a time in her existence where she needs that reminder, like I love reminding my cousin, like you've been loving. I have uh, a cousin whose middle name is Love, and I just told her him that yesterday. I'm like, you've been the shit for a while. Like this is not new to you. This is not. Being a loving person is not new to him at all. Them. Let's just go with them. Shit. Yes, the pronouns be fucking me up. I'm just learning how to be respective of it because, like, what? It doesn't take anything away from me that people want to be identified as something that I didn't know about before. Like, I'm not about to go to war with it. So, whatever. Oh, yes. (laughs) Sorry. Ooh, speaking that truth cleared all the mucus that was about to attack me. Okay, good. So, yeah. The baby is dominating, and that's cool. And raising her is helping me raise my inner child. It's helping me with a lot of stuff. It's helping me not be so serious when it comes to myself and to be nicer to myself. And my mom is like, not the total opposite, but I just had a reader touch on this last night, like messages from my inner child and the compliments that I would get as a child for being like the person I am now, I'm more responsible and I respect myself. Like all of the credit that I do, like I give credit to myself for who I am, but I acknowledge that a lot of that is still childhood me. A lot of me, you know, my love, is still me. I'm just tapped into it. And I'm doing the same shit that she would have did and got ridiculed for. But it's not. I know that it's not my ill if I am now. So shout out to me for knowing that I don't have to submit to a certain belief system or way of being or anything else like that to be respected and to get whatever accolades for being myself because I no not whatever because I do deserve it like I have been a light worker for 21 years on earth and I have seen a whole fucking lot and I have done a whole lot of work but I deserve accolades even if that wasn't the case but I'm shifting out of like a lot of shit constantly shifting so I'm subconsciously look. <laughs> uh huh. I wanted to see the timer hit 50 50. I don't know what that could have done for me. I, I was just waiting for it, and it did. 50 50 on the clock. <laughs> I cheated, but I was attracted to it for a reason. So I'll look into it later. But yeah, my mom's um, attitude towards my cousin, since she is like, I don't want to say rambunctious, let's say a kid. So she wants to do what she wants to do, just like everything on earth, even dogs, your pets want to do what the fuck they want to do. 
I can understand why dogs want to run away sometimes. Like it's a whole world out there and you taking me around the block. Like <laughs> It's stuff that I ain't have time to sniff long enough. You know, basically that. So I try to give my cousin freedom, but she's young. So she doesn't have regard for me yet. And I'm teaching her compromise. Like, hey, yeah, we can do that. But like screaming, stumping 5151 and I didn't have to cheat for it. <laughs> okay. Like the outburst I can deal with, but that's not going to help you. Like falling apart is not going to help this process. You can do it. You're allowed to. I'll be right here. I'll sit right here, whatever. I try not to tune her out because, ew, I just don't like that. Again, my own childhood experiences, I just try to be the opposite of that, but with an understanding that. I'm capable. Like, I don't have to be the opposite of my mom to be a good person. And my mom doesn't have to be the opposite of herself to whatever. Like, whatever. I'm just trying to neutralize her name on here because, yeah, what she did was pretty fucked up. And now I'm untying the knots. But if she didn't, you know, she fucked it up in a good way. <laughs> ah, still excusing her her pessimism to be honest oh okay the inner child reading was basically regarding how tamed I was as a kid and how that was more like a trauma response than anything and it talked about a little bit she was talking about ADD and ADHD a lot actually and the effects, this was a general reading. So the effects that it had on the kids who had to um, take it and feeling like they lost like a spark. They lost the spark to be tamed. And I talked about that along in season one, speaking on how somebody referred to the medication as something that they didn't quote unquote take because it made them feel better. It just made them a lot easier to deal with and manage. And my mom's version of uh, parenting was very much so managing, except now she uses the language. Well, the language she uses is like, break her down, break that out of her. And you can tell by the way that somebody talks, they carry through with that shit. You can just tell. You can tell by the way that somebody talks. That's something really specific about words and sentences and stories and implementing what, where. Because you can tell, you can tell when somebody is abusive. Just like when I was talking about earlier, like manipulative men, and I probably didn't finish that because mm, I don't mind being manipulated because I know it's like I see it. It's like I'm a frog waiting for a fly, but I'm a gratitude from Big Mouth. Like I'm a gratitude, but I'm like a ninja. <laughs> I just, I see it and then I'll... Christian Rock, oh, all right, <laughs> oh, all right, like, that's, call it naive, call it what you want, but you can call me somewhere, um, being somewhere toxic longer than I should be, not as much anymore, it just is what it is, because <sighs> who knows, next week, whatever, somebody else being manipulative isn't really my ill. Like I said, all I can do is come with truth and they're going to do whatever the fuck they're going to do. And it is, it will be what it will be. So I don't want my cousin to be broken down because I see all of the worth and the light and all of this good God, God sent her here. Like I see 
more light workers in my family being younger. And I will never allow somebody to break that shit down. Now, I understand that our life purpose can be pretty, feel pretty fucked up at first. Um, and it can feel unfair. But if, if I can be like a soft place to land for people going through stuff, then I will. But I understand my capacity is, you know, I don't know. The price is kind of going up. I can't talk all day. Like, I don't want to. (laughs) I just, I don't feel like it. I want to do what I want to do, just like the baby. So I let her do what she wants to do. And I'm teaching my mom, like, hey, no, you cannot talk to her like that. Like, (laughs) you shouldn't talk to her like that. And it'd be simple, but she'd be acting like, you know, when somebody is negative and you counter that, you can say one word. I say one word and my mom acts like I swept the rug. <laughs> She'd be acting like it is a total abomination towards her parents. And like she projected like shit the other day. I'm, I fell asleep. I took a nap. And it's funny because the first thing that the reader said was like your inner child, maybe you could take naps like she would like to have a nap. Y'all, I took a nap by mistake. Best nap ever. I wake up to Alicia. I'm like, huh? See this best shirt? Oh my god, my mom yelled for like 15 minutes, y'all. <laughs> she projected through my cousin in the pot. She threw everybody in the pot. Like this is what the fuck is wrong with y'all? And y'all talk about my generation. Let me stop rehashing it. Don't nobody want that energy here because I didn't want to go through it. But y'all, I didn't dread it. I wasn't thinking about it. I heard her, but I didn't hear like it didn't touch me and she noticed it didn't touch me and I noticed and it's kind of like, I don't know, life is, I'm spitting, life has put me in a very girl boss position because it's just like she yelled, okay, the reason that she was yelling was, I'm never going to say valid because no, her communication style when it comes to me sucks and um, one thing that I've been looking at, shit, the school system. That's what I'm talking about, the school system. So the same energy that I have towards my cousin is amplified now. Like, no, I don't think that it's realistic to put all of these young people in a class for most of the day and have them try to learn the same exact way and then make it out to be because my mom's thing is like, you don't want me to talk to her like this, but what, what is she going to do in school? I've seen school. I've been a student. They are fucked up in school. it's some it's you know like I've seen it people have dealt with more hyper kids in school more rambunctious I've seen how bad it can get without even needing to see how bad it can get like she'll be fine at school it doesn't make her incapable but that's not even the energy I'm coming with like fuck school before it's like snatch that out of her why are you trying to snatch the kid out of like wanting and desiring things to do stuff like oh I want to go outside I want to do this I want to I feel like it's natural to have a list of things that you want to do at that age because that's all you can form I don't think you should be doing much thinking besides like once and that's cool so it's allowing me a lot of stuff a lot of it Ooh, I'm down to the whatever part two